Welcome back to Calling All Saints, a fan cast made by fans for the fans. I'm your host, Victor. And I'm Darcy. I'd like to welcome you back for episode four of the hit Showtime series starting Emmy Award winning actor. Actor. Not actor. actress anymore. Not actress. Actor. I read it online that you got to call them female actors because they all consider themselves in the profession is acting. So it's called actor. So female Emmy Award winning actor. Edie Falco. Might know her from the Sopranos fame back in the day there. So we'd like to welcome you guys back and um we're here for episode four, like I said before, entitled Mittens. Mitten. <laughs> Not mittens, I'm sorry, there's no S. So here we go here. Um once again we are I like to give you a little background here. We sit down and review every week of the show of the Hit Time Showtime series E starring E. Falco, as I just mentioned, and we like to share all our thoughts with you each week and we took a little time off, but we're back, and we're trying to get back in the full swing of things. I'm a little off here, so I want you guys just to bear with me because we're going to try to get through this. We're going to hammer this show out, as I like to say. We're going to put it out there. So I'm a little off, and um, it's going to take me a little time. So I asked I ask for forgiveness ahead of time, and um, hopefully we're getting right into it. So how are we doing today there, Darcy? Hey, we're doing okay. We did want to make a disclaimer that uh, we are um, not... In, by any way involved with Showtime or Lionsgate or any production of the show. We just put it out here. We're just fans of the show and like to do our own little uh, review of the show. Yeah, we, you know, it's, it's, it's our own little amateur, for lack of a better term, uh, review of the show. We're not professionals by trade. We're not podcasters professionally, as you could probably tell. Like, geez, these guys got to get together. But uh, we have we have a, quite a few shows under our belt. But, you know, once you kind of get out of swing of things, you kind of try to get back in the room because we're not professionals here. And, and But we try to be as professional as we possibly can here when we're doing the show here. So it's not necessarily um, we take we take what we do here very lightly. Obviously, we take it very seriously because if you put yourself out here when you do a show, you're, you're subject to people judgment, and we want to try to put the best foot forward that we possibly can. But um, bear with us here as we try to get back in the swing of things. And again, welcome you back. And I like to thank those all those who have downloaded the show in the past, and those who may download in the future. We like to welcome back the fans, and we like to say hello to the new fans that may listen to the show. And we really like to um, thank Bluesy Cat. She um, uh, put a mention out there that she uh, wondered when we were going to be putting up our next fan cast. So we really appreciate her mention, and uh, she's following us on Twitter. So we really appreciate it, and hope you enjoy the show. You might want to give the listeners our Twitter um, name out there in case they want to follow. Um, it's NJ Fancast uh, at, Twitter. at Twitter, and we also have a Facebook page, so please join us on there. Uh, we have an email. We, we'll give you all that information at the end as well. So, But we definitely appreciate any, any feedback, email, comments, Twitter followers, Facebook friends. Um, please join us. Yeah, she just mentioned D all the above. So <laughs> just to get it out there, D all the above people. Always remember in doubt, try to go D all the above. <laughs> so there's multiple choices. There's always sometimes a safe answer. So um, give you a little bit. We a uh, little bit of show outline here. We go through news. We give you the show title and give you a little bit of summary. And then we do a little show recap and then we go through our likes and dislikes and then we give our best best side man awards which we award to either the plot line or the actor that we feel really stood out during the um, show and we give 
our worst malpractice awards, which we something we truly didn't like or we thought was pretty bad during the show here. So as we get into it, um, you got anything else you want to add to that, Forrester? I'm just waiting to get back into the swing of things. Like like Victor said, it's kind of hard when she get out of the swing to get back in. But we're like you said, we're going to hammer it out here. Yeah, we're going to hammer it out. That's, that's the uh, today's word. Like you used to see back in the day when you were a kid, when watching Mr. Roger Neighborhood, you would have the word of the day. But um, we got a couple words today. The phrase of this episode is hammer it out. So there we go. <laughs> so as we get into it, we'll hit up the news here. Okay, so as we hit in the news here, unfortunately, I want to give um, out right now the site I usually use to get the ratings for the for the episode wasn't up this week, and the poster said that the ratings were kind of walky. That's why he didn't post, or he or she didn't post um, the ratings for mittens this time. But um, I, I'm going to apologize for that because I try to get these ratings out here now because that's the part of the show I want to get out there and let people know that we're following. The ratings and making sure we're tracking the show as far as how it's doing with audience out there. But last week rating, we were at a 0.574. So it was down for what I read before from the season premiere episode. So hopefully we'll get things there, get things rolling again as far as uh, people watching the show, getting more viewers. I think one of the ad articles we read about maybe why the ratings were down, maybe Showtime didn't promote the show well enough. So, uh, hey, Showtime, if you're listening, anybody there, get on promotion. Talk to us marketing people. Get them out there doing their job here because we need to keep our show on air. Yeah, we definitely want to keep it coming back season after season. So uh, get on the marketing stick here. Exactly. Um, we just only have one little article that I read about. It was um, Stephen Wallum, who happens to play Thor on on Nurse Jackie, that is. He um, openly gay man and um, just celebrated two years with his uh, fiance. Would you, I guess you classify as fiance? Well, they've been together for two years. So um, I don't know if they've officially gotten engaged or not, but he, he does go on to say he's waiting for... Um, uh, same partner, uh, same, marriage, right? Same sex partner to become legal in New York. Yeah, because he's he's currently living in Empire State, so he's. I mean, like anybody else who's been in love with someone for a long time and feel like you know your life, you can't see a life without them, or you, you want to be with them for the rest of your life. You want to make that commitment to someone. Yeah. So come on, New York, make it legal. I, I, this is not, we're not here to express our political thoughts. To me, I really, I always said, I'll go on record, I don't really care about whether or not the same-sex people want to get married. I Let people live, let them live. I don't really care. I understand certain people have certain views and um, certain reasons why they don't believe in it. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's each to his own. And I, I don't try to judge anyone for anything, what they do or who they're with. I, that's not my thing. I don't really care. I just one of those things where I just feel like let you know, let people live. I don't even got time for that. You know, I don't have judgment over people and how they live their lives. Yeah, neither one of us do, so but so, that was that was a neat piece of news anyways. Well anywhere it goes, Stephen, um Stephen and Tony. Um, Tony 
we'd like to say congratulations and happy anniversary, if that's yep. the case. So. Happy anniversary. Yeah, happy anniversary, Stephen. So that is a new segment, and we're going into the show recap here. And once again, we always ask listeners to watch the show before listening to the uh, fan cast here because we do talk about the episode in depth and we will give away spoilers. So you, so I would advise you, as always, please watch the show first before you um, listen to our show, that is. Yeah, absolutely. Watch watch the episode first, please. Exactly. So, Darcy, you want to get into the... Yep, I'll get into the episode and the summary here. The episode title is Mitten, um, and the summary goes something like this. Uh, Jackie's back in the swing of things, having rehidden her stash of pills in the basement and mended fences with O'Hara. Zoe's working her first double, and Jackie worries about her burning out. Lou, an out-of-work salesman, comes into the hospital and wins everyone over. O'Hara accepts the title of ER chief, which sparks a competitive streak in Coop. Kevin invites Eddie to a backyard barbecue to celebrate his new job. When Jackie gets home, she sees empty closets and drawers and panics. Did Kevin leave her? She finds out when he went to an Al-Anon meeting and the drawers are emptied because of a clothing drive at the school. Jackie asks Kevin to walk to the parish with her. She thinks they mistakenly gave away some sentimental items. She digs through the box of Grace's baby clothes to find what she was looking for. The tiny mittens with bags of pills stashed inside them. Okay, so there we go, folks. You have the summary there. So as we open the episode, we see pretty much what the summary says. We see Jackie beginning hiding pills all over the place. And I noticed that it was particularly in the basement because if you notice from the past season before, we've seen her do this, go down in the basement to hit a stash. So it's not that unusual for her to go around the house hiding things. No, especially in the basement. She was... You know, not a lot of people, I mean, people stash stuff down there. It's old decorations, that kind of stuff. So that's where she, in the past, has tended to hide them as well. Right, because I've seen she hide, she hid some drugs once in a Easter egg uh, uh, container. Oh, yeah. So it's perfect. We're just not too long passing Easter that, we, that I brought that up. But um, I thought that was pretty um, odd. Not odd, but we've seen her do it before. So it's nothing unusual as far as that goes. No, but she had quite a large stash. So she was finding some odd places like the um, laundry soap container. I felt that was kind of weird because you never know. Other people might be doing the laundry. So when she stashed it in the laundry detergent, I thought that was kind of strange. Well, it just depends on that, um, if that's what she does. You know, she may not, I mean, it just depends on how active Kevin Farris is doing the housework around the house. So mm-hmm. maybe that's her thing that she does the laundry and Kevin does, you know, dishes and washes the, uh, you know, washes far washing dishes and stuff. Yeah. You know, so it could be a split kind of um, chore as far as the household there. Yeah. So and then we also follow up, we see Jackie and Gloria, not just, excuse me, Jackie and O'Hara, uh, Dr. O'Hara that is, um, having lunch. And we know we happen to find out that O'Hara informs Jackie that she stopped looking for a job. New job, that is. Remember, she was talking about transferring out of the hospital and leaving, getting away from Jackie because she was upset with her. And now we come to find out that she's not only staying, but she's also been offered chief of the ER job there. Yep, yep. She she says she's not looking, so that's that's wonderful. Right. And then we also follow, we see across there we have an incident where we have an irate customer uh, pretty much um, berating a poor waitress about messing up a Caesar salad. Yeah, that's a classic Jackie scene. She takes control of the situation and makes him look like an ass. 
Right, because O'Hara was like, don't do it. And then she went ahead and went over there and pretty much uh, chin-checked the guy over um, him talking to the nurse. and well, Not the nurse, but the waitress. And she comes back and, and offers to pay for their lunch after that because she was pretty happy. Because Jackie went over there and proposed, not proposed, but she um, pretending that she was the restaurant manager in order to deal with this guy who was happening to be going off about the, um, his Caesar salad. Well, let me tell you, waitresses everywhere appreciated that scene if they seen it, so. Yeah, I mean, being, you know, former food service worker, I understand how, you know how things go, and if anybody out there that's currently in the food service now is listening to this, know how people can be sometimes about certain things, and you're not sometimes intentionally messing up things, but if you slightly turn something off or you mess something up as far as their order, they can get a little bit nasty instead of just trying to just say, hey, look, excuse me, you mind if you um, look at this because it's not right? So, you know, I would appreciate it. But then again, you get the total opposite. You probably get douchey um, service sometimes. You've <laughs> seen that sometimes as well. So yeah, it goes both ways. But, I, but me personally, I try to be very courteous to food service workers because I was there and I know what it's like and I know what it's dealing with. So I try to, you know, be on watch my P's and Q's around them and try to be really cool about it because, you know, it's, it's it's hard out there when you're trying to out there trying to make a dollar out there, you know. So I would say it's hard out there for a pimp, but it's hard out there for a waitress or waitress. So I don't, I don't know if that's appropriate to say for that sort of matter, but, you know. Okay. But it's hard out there. It's hard out there making a the dollar these days, as we know it's, as we know about today's economy. Okay. So, um, see, so we go to the next scene here. Uh, Gloria wants to start a uh, counter the uh, rival hospital program of trying to stop obesity in kids. We know that Michelle Obama's one of her goals of uh, is trying to fight off child obesity. So, in order to try to get a we, want, we know that Gloria wants a hospital visit to that hospital from Michelle Obama. So she's trying to start her own program to counteract the one that's at the uh, rival hospital. Yeah, she tore off their banner of the rival hospital. Yeah, she took it from one of the <laughs> one of the subway trains. Yeah. So next we see um, Sam take a little stab at uh, Cooper about O'Hara uh, being named the chief of the hospital. She goes, he goes on to say, uh, "I guess you don't mind being a woman being your superior," and that sort of set Cooper off. And you know, he goes into his little modes where he gets a little touchy-feely, and you can tell it, the anxiety got to him for a moment because he couldn't really take it. But I really dig this scene because this is where, you see, instead of Sam crying about having to work with Cooper, you see him go on the defensive yep. and just take it straight to him yeah. just decide to mess with him. Well, he needs to be messed with by Sam, so. Right. Yeah, that was a good scene. So next we follow with Jackie and Eddie. We see them talking, and um, Eddie just happens, uh, we know it is, is quite, Chummy with Kevin, and Kevin invites him over to the job for a barbecue to celebrate the new job that he's working at the hospital with Jackie. But we already know that Eddie's been working there for years, so it's not nothing new. But they had used that as a cover up to get Kevin to think that he's just started working there. Yeah, so when we see them discussing um, Eddie giving her a ride home since they're going, he's going to the barbecue at her house, which she seems surprised about. So obviously, Kevin hadn't told her. So no, that's what it was definitely a surprise to her. But I mean, they worked things out and um, they agreed that they would play nice together and just go there. Not that they really had an issue in the, well, they have had issues in the past. But I mean, they're trying to work out their relationship and trying to find it from from there on to like what is going to be in the future. Next, we go into uh, Coop 
um, runs into Gloria's office and said he wants to throw his hat in to be uh, chief of the ER. So he suggested to O'Hara that they should have a dance-off, a, a competition, so to speak, over the job of being chief of the ER. Yep, they do a dance-off for the chief. Well, and no, and says, go ahead. Well, in his smart, he thinks he's competing. But well, sure he does. Because O'Hara already has a job. I mean, yeah, granted, is entitled only, as she said earlier in the episode, but yet she is his boss. So she just... It, Gloria look at it as an opportunity to get Coop to work more hours sure. in overtime. So she's taking advantage of his... My, my t- his ignorance? No, his ego. <laughs> his e- it's not his, his naivete. It has really nothing to do with it. It's an ego thing. Because remember, like we just mentioned, Sam played on that ego of his about um, O'Hara being in charge. Mm-hmm. And he totally took, threw him off his game. You can tell that he was, you know, in the scene that he... Um, if it happened to been a booby to grab, he might have grabbed one. Uh, oh, yeah, he would. <laughs> so uh, you never know about that with him, you know, because whenever he gets stressed, he, you know, he have, we have a, a physical form of Tourette's where he'd grab women. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those things. You never, never know. So next we see two, it, new, two new patients in the ER. One is an expectant father who's having definitely troubles of dealing with um, the, the labor part of um, childbirth, that is. He's... He's downstairs dry heaving. He had to come downstairs because they couldn't treat him up there in the in the maternity because he wasn't the patient, so he had to go down to the ER and be admitted to the hospital to get treatment. They probably want to get rid of him in the maternity ward, too. He was having chest pain, so they said no, well, no, we're getting too ahead of ourselves. He was he wasn't having chest pains. He was he was dry heaving and definitely having an anxiety um, attack. Jackie suggested to him to say he had chest pains um, in order to get him to see earlier to get him back upstairs for the birth of his child. Because if he's down there in the yard, he's forever. missing the birth. Yeah, he's missing the birth of his child. Yeah, and it happens to be a lady there who says something about hey, he can't go ahead of us. My child's having trouble breathing. So. And you can see the child over there eating potato chips or popcorn or something. She's eating Cheetos. Yeah, but sure, they're just eating Cheetos, breathing fine. So, right. Yeah. So she said, nope, the guy with uh, chest pains trumps you. And she takes him in the back, starts him on a uh, Valium drip and some anti-nausea uh, medication. Yes. So next we move into Zoe... Um, thing she she just started her first double and she's just moving at the that speed of speed of Gonzalez I guess you could say because she's just moving around trying to be active here. Well, she's got her pedometer so right. she's measuring her mileage. Right, but you can tell that she's getting a little I guess a little punchy there because Jackie ends up pulling her into the chapel and talking to her and telling her she needs to slow down before she burns herself out because what you see in there as far as her she's giving her advice and trying to tell her you might not want to end up where Jackie is now where Jackie not so much end up being using drugs in order to get by because maybe there's definitely deeper more than just the job itself are. that's probably part of it why Jackie the way she is but it's one of those things where I think Jackie is trying to you know give her that advice a hey, don't want to burn yourself out in this job because you can end up, you know, quite um, sparly as Jackie as far as her well, overall, yeah, her personality is now. I think Zoe's growing on her. Uh, you know, you can definitely tell that this season and um, Jackie just, you know, she's trying to, to do a good thing by pulling her aside and telling her to, you know, check herself. She needs to slow down and she doesn't want to see her burned out. So, Right. So, um, uh, we got Gloria and O'Hara talking in, uh, about Cooper wanting to compete for the job, and O'Hara definitely 
knows that this is an opportunity to mess with him as well as Gloria because this is how Gloria definitely doesn't want to tell Cooper about that O'Hara been offered a job already. Mm-hmm. So they figure like, hey, let's let's work this guy over. <laughs> so well, they might as well. So she yeah she figured like this is the best time if you want to work overtime and work yourself silly then let's go for it. And then they'll tell him. Yeah, and then we see another patient happen to be um, brought in who passed out on his way to a job interview. Yeah, he said he had blur, but he he got blurred vision and then passed out, broke his glasses. That's Lou, the the sales ad guy. Yeah, it turned out that he's suffering from hypertension. Yeah. And he tried to go cold turkey off his meds and um, end up paying a price for it. Well, you know, anybody with hypertension, you know, I have hypertension. You don't like to be on the everyday medication, so you try to do the best things. He's Like he said, he was eating right, exercising, trying acupuncture, everything under the sun so he didn't have to be on the medication. But sometimes it just comes down to uh-uh, you just, you just have to take it, and he's obviously one of those people. So Right. So next we go into, we find um, that we see that, once again, how we know that Cooper's not the brightest bulb in the job because Eddie asked him, is it pretty presumptuous to bring a special barbecue sauce to a barbecue? And Cooper's response was, hey, I always bring dessert. Good Dessert is always good. And you sit there like, what the heck did he just say? You know, as far as the wanted to bring thinking barbecue <laughs> sauce is a, um, a dessert. But that goes to show you how self-absorbed he is. He doesn't even pay attention yeah, to what people are saying. No. Right, so how, how he is. How this, he doesn't really, the only thing he cares about is when he wants to express his own uh, things to other people, Him people listening to him. Mm-hmm. So and next we go into, uh, okay, we find out later on that Coop has a bunion ends up getting a cortisone shot for it, but he can't do it himself because he knows it's going to hurt, so he asks Jackie to help him with that. So Jackie ends up helping him all right because he because you can see that moment when she heals and she says, how did you get this cortisone shot from the guys up in orthopedics are really stingy about this stuff? And he says to her that, hey, you got to see a doctor about your own issue if you need a cortisone shot. Cortisone shots are known to her anyways. They're very painful, so she just made it a little extra painful. You could tell by looking her face, she was going to have a little bit of fun with this. Well, the fact that, he, that she felt like he was being douched by not trying, he's to, <laughs> by not trying to help her out there about as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. So she ends up giving a little payback to him. So he gets, I guess he gets stuck in the end, I guess you could say. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> so... Okay, next we another Cooper moment that we like to go with. Him and Thor are still playing out their fantasy football league, which we remember from last episode. And once again, Coop proves that he knows nothing, and Thor is way more an authority over picking um, players for the, for the team, that is. He wants to go from the name of Man Crush to Cooper Duper, and he's trying to um, choose players that are on the injured list. So Thor gets frustrated with him, as usual, so... Right. So we're going to seem that there's such a love fest for the poor salesman that we met earlier passed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lou. So everybody's Coop was upset that he didn't get a chance to treat the guy because everybody seemed to love him and everybody just seemed very enduring. Even Zoe ended up giving the poor guy her pedometer to help him keep track of his steps. Yeah. <laughs> everybody loved Lou. One thing I pointed out, if you notice, seemed like there was a certain procedure in this in the like the past couple episodes. We always start at home, and then everything ends at the house. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Or better yet, better yet, I would say this: 
it didn't end at the bar this time. It ended at home. I, that's what I meant to say. I'm sorry. You know, there's a certain procedure where it's always starting at home first, and then it ends somewhere else. I'm not saying that everything supposed to start at a certain place, end at a certain place, but I just noticed that the past couple episodes, everything seems to start right there at their house first before they do anything else. It's always starting at Jackie's house first. Hmm. I hadn't noticed. Yeah, I, I just, just happened to pick that up a couple of times, and it's like, wait a minute. Start at home. And at the bar. The first three episodes was like that. Mm-hmm. But this one, they changed it up and they ended at home. But back in, we want to get back into the episode. It's just one of those things I, I just picked up during the time I was watching the shows. But um, we see Jackie and Eddie. Jackie ends up getting a ride from Eddie on his motorcycle home. Yeah, there's still a weird vibe for me between the two of them. Right, this is the way she looked at him, and because he said, oh, put your arm around me. Well, you're going to have to put your arms around me. Right, and she had that look on her face like, you know, like she, this is nice, you know. Yeah, old times. Right, yeah. I think, yeah, maybe it was a brought back to old times like, you know, when they used to get it on. Yeah. <laughs> As I like to say. Oh. The horizontal lumbar. Lumbar, whatever. <laughs> Something. It's just weird. Right, so, so, so we get to see. Um, Eddie get to meet Toonie for the first time, and she seems to like him. Yeah, they, they hit it off pretty good. So. Yeah. I mean, she even referred to him as cute. Oh, yeah. But, but what, I, what I like to go back a little bit, during a barbecue, Eddie happened to mention steak on the grill is always nice, but the CO2 that's released from doing it is pretty bad. And you know Grace already went into full, like, freak-out mode, like, it's, yeah, it's bad for the environment, bad for the environment. And he flipped it. And said, no, just every once in a while, it's okay, it's not that bad, as long as you don't do it on pattern. I like how he automatically was sensitive, and he knew about how she is as far as um, her um, anxiety freaking out. Or I guess, I don't know, is it classified OCD that she has? Because, I mean, she has that as well, but she tends to, um, I want to say... She has very high anxiety. Yeah, she's got an she's got anxiety problems, and and she worries. And I, I guess you would classify it as OCD. I'm not a nurse, so I don't know. But behavioral pattern wise, she she is obsessed with, um, you know, things that may hurt them. Um, Fires, that kind of stuff. Anything bad for the environment. And she, she's a little OCD, but it's anxiety. It's all, you know. So the poor kid, you gotta feel bad for. Yeah, exactly. So you definitely feel uh, bad for children that suffering through that. But um, upstairs, we see Jackie looking around the room and happen to notice there's a lot of empty drawers going on. That one. Then she comes downstairs and asks, you know, what's going on? Where's Kevin? Kevin? And, all, and comes to find out that. Tune gathered up a bunch of clothes and donated to charity. But also, Kevin went to an Al-Anon meeting by Tune's suggestion. Because mm-hmm. Tune felt like him bottling up what's going on is making him really crazy himself about the situation. So yeah. he, needed, he needed to talk to somebody. And, I, and finding that Tune found the whole intervention thing rather rude, as she put it, she told him that he should probably go to an Al-Anon meeting and talk about that to someone. Because we definitely found out um, in another episode that Kevin's mother was alcoholic, so... Yeah, so that definitely, obviously, this is not his first time to an Al-Anon meeting. Obviously, it's been a while, so and you got to revisit it if, you, if you've been involved with any type of... Well, I don't think it was his first time there. Oh, no. I think, I think what it is, she's saying that he's, he carries over a lot of that baggage from his mother sure. drinking into and, their relationship right so mm-hmm. he never really dealt with that issue far that goes mm-hmm. so we notice still kevin i mean excuse me tooney and eddie is, and tooney and eddie are still hitting it off still yeah, doing no conversation yeah they're they're hitting it off real well so yes. 
Then next we, we go back and we move into the kitchen. We actually get the little uh, flirty moment with Kevin and um, Jackie there. Kevin's sitting there eating a nice, uh, I don't know, blueberry or blackberry pie. And Some kind of berry pie, he said. Right. It was effing good. Right. As he put it, <laughs> must be one heck of a pie. Because Jackie gives him a look and he looks like, what's going on? And she's like, hey, I kind of like you. you Watch you even standing up. up. Like, so, get a, little, get a little sexy going on there. She's putting her coat on. He's wondering where she's going. And right, she's off. Yeah, she's off to the to the um, church, church to the parish. Right, to check the clothes out because we noticed, like we mentioned earlier in the part of the episode, that Jackie hid drugs among the clothing downstairs, and it just happens to be a pair of mittens that she hid her stash into. Yeah, and I think she says, oh, I think, I think Tony gave away some of the girls' baptism. Well, that's what she wants to use that as an excuse to, yeah. to retrieve, um, to get to the, um, to the church and try to retrieve her um, drugs before somebody finds them. Yeah, so she asks Kevin if he wants to go for a walk, and indeed he does. Yeah, I mean, well, he's, he loves her, so it's, it's yeah. not like he's, he's totally freezing her out so he's gonna go so I mean it's not like he's like well, I don't wanna be I don't wanna be but I think girl. they're trying to show that I like you girl I think they're trying yeah, to show like that. that the Elanon meeting may have helped a little bit where he was getting a little flirty with her with the pie and yeah he agreed to go for a walk with her and, and I think they're trying to get across maybe that the Elanon meeting may have helped so right so next we get to the church and Jackie goes in and she looking through the clothes and she happened to find a box and she's going through looking through it and she finds the pair of mittens that holds the stash that she st- hid the drugs in. And that moment, she sits there and holds and looks at the the, mm-hmm. the mitten. And to me, I'm looking at that moment, and you can interpret it in many, probably, I won't say many different ways, but there's alternate ways you can look at it. Is she's contemplating rock bottom, or she's thinking to herself whether or not, you know, how much time has passed as far as her children growing up and, you know, um, a, you know, aging and stuff because it's really hard because I'm looking at it and the first time I'm watching it, I'm thinking to myself, is she thinking about, you know, is rock bottom or is she really thinking about something else entirely different as far as, um, wow, a lot of time has passed since my kids was this little. Yeah, I got the idea she was thinking about how long, um, how how fast time flies by. She's got the little tiny mitten, and the girls are getting bigger, and those, you know, their hands are twice that size now. So I think she's, you know, maybe feeling a little guilty for hiding drugs in their little mittens as well. There may be some guilt there. I don't know. So, but. Yeah, that was pretty much the closing episode. We were left with Jackie sitting there pondering while she's sitting there holding the mittens. Yeah. Mitten, excuse me. Sorry. I keep saying I just want. I keep, it's hard to pronounce this saying. When One mitten. mitten. Right. It's just hard to think of. When you think of <laughs> mitten, you think mittens and pairs. Pair. You think of a pair, so you want to just use the S. One of those things that you just, I, you know, rhythm I get into, so I apologize. But um, it's one of those things how we ended the episode. I, and I really like that because it just made you think to yourself. It's one of those things you have to really sit back maybe and wonder through your mind, you know, what was she really thinking during that, during that end of the episode. Mm-hmm. So we come to the end of our little show here, and we like to move into... Best Bedside Manner and the Worst Male Practice Awards. So, Victor, you want to do yours? Oh, sorry about this. Mm-hmm. And, all right, there we go. <laughs> so we like to always add those little sound effects going there. So so you want to go into yours? Sure, I will. Um, mine, 
Let's see. We'll do best bedside for me first. I did Jackie. The scene where she puts the gentleman in his place in the restaurant. Um, I applauded her for that because it's something I think all of us have encountered in our life one way or the other at a restaurant or anywhere else where you see someone um, belittle someone like that and you want to do something about it. Um, but for obvious reasons in public and stuff like that, most people don't. So I applaud her for that. I thought the scene was great, and uh, I really like to see that guy be put in his place. So that was my um, my best bedside, I would call it the scene itself, mm-hmm. for me. Um, the male practice, the scene that, uh, I guess the whole um, idea of the expecting father, um, the part where he says um, he he spent the um, time when he should have been putting the crib together, um, sent all his ex girlfriend's messages on Facebook, and and he was having all this anxiety, and he was just you know I understand sometimes expecting fathers have anxiety that kind of stuff, but he was really taking it overboard. I felt I, I don't know I really liked the way Jackie handled him too, and basically she, you know made him sniff the baby's head, but and kind of shoved him off the elevator and told him to basically deal with it. Right. So, but I thought he was a, a wimpy brat, so he's my worst. Okay. Now, mine goes into this. I'm going with Zoe first because she had the line of the whole episode when she was talking to the expectant father and she was sitting there marching in place and he asked her, <laughs> About are you on speed? And she's like, I am on speed, mother trucker. So it's like I'm, I'm thinking like that was just that I, I haven't laughed that hard of all the episodes of the season when I saw that one. I was like, yeah, that I was, wondered why you didn't bring that up during the while we were going through the show because yeah, you're saving I, that for the last. Well, hey, I mean, I, I'm sorry <laughs> I didn't. I probably should have, but it was it was. I know it was definitely one of those things when I was going through my choices. And I definitely went with that because that was the best line. Oh, she's getting she getting some really nice lines this season. She is. I agree. That was that was an awesome line. But see, I'm going to go on the other side of what you said about best bedside manner against the guy in the restaurant. I had truly problems with that because I refused. I refused to believe a guy would back down from a woman who's barely five feet tall, come over and talk to him like that. It just <laughs> you, you, when you're in a food service industry you know you know as well as i do nobody's going to back down just because you come walking over there with your manager he cuts the manager out too it just doesn't work like that in real life you just i mean unless you're trying to tell me the guy is all bark and no bite there's no way a guy's going to back down like that if he's already relating this lady in front of everybody in the restaurant what do you care about a manager coming over there talking like what who cares well he might have not been but the prospective client that he was trying to impress was with him that's the only reason i think that he uh, apologized at all no the guy who i believe the guy he was talking to was the prospective client he's like do you do, do you want people like this as a prospective client the part of your uh, client part um clientele as far as that he's like no so it's to me i think it was it, it was like he was saying like no i don't want to be the guy who, who was having lunch with the other guy was backing down but i just refused to believe that just because that he backed down well he would back down that easily 
that's, no, that's funny. We picked opposite. Right, because I'm looking, I'm looking at it totally different than you. I'm yeah. looking at because I just don't. Which we do it. a lot of times, folks. We sometimes. That's why. A lot of times we get we get along so well, and it's part of why we did the podcast because sometimes we see the flip side of things, and it's really uh, good for us. Anyways, so it's kind of cool. A lot of times we we do one of us will see the opposite and in the same uh, scene or idea or whatever. So I'm not surprised actually. Well, hey, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing how people do things, and I'm just calling it out. I'm just calling, I'm calling, hey, if I see something funny, and I mean, I understand there's certain time restraints, and you can't just fully go into certain things, but if you're going to do something like that, I feel like the, I felt like the guy should have stood up more to Jackie, or at least had a line when she walked away, like, what a so-and-so, or something of that line, you know, or something. He just like, oh. I'm quiet. I ain't got nothing to say. Oh, I'm scared. Look at my woman's five feet tall. What are you scared about a woman five feet? Barely five feet tall. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to say anything about he should have got off and disrespected. But I just, I just find it hard to believe that somebody would back down. Like that it that. would happen like that. Right. I just, I just find it hard to believe somebody was back down. So as we get into it, as we ready to close out the episode here, we'd like to thank everybody for listening, and uh, we hopefully again you join us next week, and hopefully we'll get another episode out there for you to listen to. And once again, we'd like to apologize for our absence <laughs> so, and for the lack of time in between our 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 fan cast. So we apologize. Life happens, and it's been kind of a rough month. So we certainly apologize. So we'd like to let you know that you can find us at callingallsaints.blogspot.com. That's our blog site in which you can find our, our fan cast on our fan cast podcast on there as usual. So that's where we that's where you can find us at to download the new episodes. And you want to mention the Facebook page? Yep, Nurse Jackie Fancast, Calling All Saints on Facebook and then on Twitter at NJ Fancast. So um, we appreciate any comments, mail, um, anything. Please, please let us know. Yeah, any suggestions or stuff you think we didn't touch on you'd like to hear? us maybe give our opinion on during the podcast so you can hit us up there you can uh, find us um you excuse me our, um, our email address is calling all saints all one word with s calling all saints at gmail.com that's calling all saints at gmail.com that's where you can email us at so as we get out of here we'd like to thank you guys for listening and hopefully spread the word about the podcast and let everybody know that we are here we're we're putting out shows and we're trying to do our best here and trying to get it done here yeah, thanks, everybody. Yeah, thanks again, folks, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Oh.